Welcome to Table Talk with the Women of Power 5, a podcast created to celebrate the strength and power of seasoned women as they navigate through the challenges of their everyday life. Join us as we sit around the table with our coffee and English muffins and share our insights and wisdom gained from personal experiences, life lessons, and sometimes a good old-fashioned knock upside the head on a mixed bag of topics related to self-love, empowerment, and living with purpose on purpose. My name is Miss D, and joining me at the table are my sister queens, Lisa Renee and Darlene West. We have room at the table for you, so pull up a chair and join us. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Table Talk with the Women of Power 5. My name is Miss D, and I will be your host this morning. Joining me around our table are my lovely sister queens, Miss Darlene West and Lisa Renee. Good morning, Miss Darlene. Good morning, Miss D. How are you this morning? Oh, I'm doing fabulous. I, oh, that's just good to hear. I love when you say that word, fabulous. It just has such a such a sound to it, fabulous. <laughs> Good morning, Lisa Renee. How are you this morning? I am doing great. I slept all the way till four thirty and not two thirty. I'm full of energy. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay, Miss Darlene, we better be on our A game because Miss Lisa is full of energy. <laughs> well, yes, I can tell. <laughs> Okay, y'all, let's get this party started. Ms. Darlene, can you bless our table, please? Yes. Gracious Father, good morning. We thank you. You allowed us to wake and be part of another day, another day giving us life to be your servants and the light to the world. Lord, as we do our call, may we encourage somebody with the words and the wisdom that we share because you've given us this opportunity, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank, thank you for you. that, Ms. Darlene. Thank you, Ms. Darlene. All right, my sister queen. So uh, we are continuing on uh, with our newest series entitled, Things May Not Be Normal Right Now, But We Will Be All Right. And we had some great discussion around the table this morning. Uh, you know, I, I asked us to, uh, we're all mindful of, of what is taking place uh, in our country right now, in our states, in our cities, in our neighborhoods. And we had some real talk about what are the emotions that we have been experiencing uh, as a result of this crisis that's taking place. And I asked my sister Queens to Use words. What are the words that describe, you know, their emotional state right now? What are they feeling? And, I mean, we, we all shared, uh, you know, those words uh, that we were feeling, uh, words like um, confusion, anxiety, being hopeful, uh, at peace, uh, confusion, clarity, excitement, um, and these were the words that, that we shared that described how we're feeling. And, and we, we admit uh, that at times our emotions are a roller coaster. We're up one minute, we're down the next, we're fine, we're down, we're up, we're up, we're down. But 
for the three of us, we recognized, uh, and I, I think Ms. Darlene, you know, really had a good way of saying that she's at peace. You know, she she is is not feeding into the chaos or the anxiety of the world because the three of us recognize that uh, our creator is in control and, and, and he has something planned, whether it's to, you know, get everyone's attention to, to focus on him or to refocus on him or, you know, how is it that we can uh, get closer to our creator? What is it that he's trying to teach us and, and, and how to show us? And so uh, I just, I, I love that. Our, our conversation stayed with me uh, long after we left the table because where we landed or what word most resonated uh, with us, uh, our sister Lisa said hers was curiosity. Uh, Ms. Darlene said our, her, her word was clarity uh, or peace, and, and I said that my word was clarity. So that that describes what the sisters at the table are feeling. And so for today, uh, ladies, I, I want us to go uh, along the same lines, but now I want to talk about something else. Now, uh, each of us, I am sure, as heads of families, as mothers, as aunties, as wise elders, as sister queens, we have been called on to assist others with, coping with this crisis. Would you agree with that? Uh, Lisa, would you agree that uh, you have been looked upon as a leader in navigating through the waters to try to put others at ease? Have you been called upon to do that? Um, I think it's been, uh, for me, I think it's been more of an exchange and not really looked upon to uh, are called on to put people at ease, but it's 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 been more of an exchange of information. What have you heard? What do you know? Um, because there's just so much information out there. Information is changing daily, and that's that's the key right there. Is uh, it? Well, the devil is always out to confuse you, and you have to not look at it. Um, as a state of confusion, but that it is evolving and there is some good and there is some, you know, discomfort in, in you know, the process of it evolving. So I feel like um, I've just been looked upon, like, bring bring what you have to the table and let's, like, kind of put this puzzle together, what we need to do, uh, you know, what are you doing, and just kind of reinsure, reassuring that, um that you are taking, not taking this lightly, because I think there's still too many people uh, taking it lightly and not taking it seriously, as as well as our leaders of the state. I don't think are even. Um, I think they're taking it too lightly, to to be honest. So I, I I think that we have to come together as a people and say, okay, well, if our leaders are not doing what they need to do, what are we doing? So I feel like that's what I've been looked upon, not really a reassurance, but what do you bring to the table? Let's put this puzzle together, how we can all stay safe. Okay, so that sounds to me like you have been standing in the gap as a source a source of information, a source of determining. And you said this yesterday, you know, that you've been, uh, you know, your curiosity has led 
to use discovering information and sifting through that to see what's false, what's real, uh, what's valid, what can be shared, what cannot be shared, uh, whether it's on the serious side or on the humorous side. So you are that source of information. You are you are our chief information officer. Absolutely. How do you like that title? Absolutely. <laughs> That's right. Chief Information Officer. There you go. CIO. Okay. CIO, right. (laughs) Okay, Ms. Berlin, the same question for you. How have you, or how would you define uh, uh, your role uh, in in the midst of this, of of, uh, providing or standing in gaps for for your circle, your family, your friends? Well, like I said, being at peace, being able to talk in a calm state really gives everything else around you a calmer state. I remember talking to a coworker, another secretary, she had called, and she was kind of frantic. But after we finished talking, she says, thank you for being calm. She says, you seem to be so much at peace. And so we had our conversation with that. So sometimes people will look for you to be that entity that is going through with them, but just at a different state, and you carry it out. And sometimes it's not so much the words that you say, but it's just your demeanor. My coworker that I the other secretary that works with me in the office, I have more time than her. So when my major came to me and asked, who would would I like to go home or would she or what do I think about her going home? And I told him, I said, well, we've already talked about it. And I had, I told her, I said, would you stay so you won't have to use any of your time, and I will go home to protect her because she didn't have as much time as I had. And so she was just blown away that since I was a senior person that I would take the hit more than she would. And so it's just been a that type of atmosphere for me, just being at a calm state, at, at wherever I go, and then people around me just kind of follow suit. They just, like, take a Musa breath and just calm down. And so I think I've been that element for a whole lot of different people in a different um, status in different ways. I am so calm after listening to you, Miss Darlene. Oh, my goodness. So I have a title for you, Ms. Darlene. Because you are that beacon of peace and and thinking of others and what can you do to set them at ease and, and keep their mind from uh, going over the edge, I'm going to call you the chief empathy officer. How does that sound? <laughs> chief. Thank you very I much. Love it. Thank you very much. Empathy officer. There's our CEO, Lisa. There's the CEO. <laughs> <laughs> Chief 
Chief Empathy Officer. I love that. So that is your role in the midst of this um, of this crisis. And you know, I'm going to. So how do I? Uh, what is my role uh, in supporting others? Hmm. I, I think that I am in between Chief Information Officer, Chief empathy officer, because I, I find myself doing a lot of what you spoke of, Ms. Darlene, as far as keeping people calm, um, reassuring them that we will get through this, um, helping them sort through um, or redirecting them. I find myself redirecting people a lot of times back to this is the uh, confirmed uh, information. These are the practices that you should be following. Uh, don't focus on the other stuff trying to, you know, come on through. And, and Lisa, you certainly play a part in that as our chief information officer based on, you know, what you send. And, you know, people are, a lot of people are sending uh, a lot of things, but uh, because you, you, you take that first, uh, you know, you're that first line of, okay, let me, let me, you know, go through and identify what's factual and what is fiction, okay, uh, then that helps me be able to pass on uh, along information as well as my own research in, in deciding what's factual and what's not factual. So, I, you know, I think I have a split role. I'm going to call myself. I need to come up with a, a cool title for myself. Maybe you ladies can help me do that. Uh, but right now I'm going to split half of me with, with chief information officer and the other half with uh Chief Empathy Officer until I find a, a cool title. So I can be um, a chief. How's that sound? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I think you definitely keep us focused. So maybe so maybe you are a CFO. Oh, there you go. Chief Focus Officer. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so a good one. I will be sending each of us a T-shirt. Lisa, yours will say Chief Information Officer. Miss Darlene, yours will say Chief Empathy Officer. And mine will say Chief Focus Officer. Love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. love it. Okay. Now, we could discuss salary packages and benefits after the call, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, ladies. So, with that, um, and you can tell my, my focus for today is, you know, uh, we spoke about our emotions and, 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 you know, how we express those and, and where we land with our emotions uh, at the end of the day. Today I want us to talk about how do we help others uh, uh, navigate through this crisis. And so uh, my, my next question for the table, table is this. You guys talked about the roles that, you know, that you play right now, uh, but now I want to hear some specifics of, around how do you support others in expressing their reactions uh, to this crisis? So, Ms. Darlene, I'll, I'll start with you. Now, you, you did, you know, uh, speak a little bit about how you, uh, you know, supported your coworker in helping her to save her time, and you volunteered to be uh, the one uh, to come home and allow her to still remain. So tell us some more about that and other ways that you support others in expressing their reactions. Well, my other support role is finding laughter. I have been 
we've been laughing at some of the most silliest things at work, and one of them is me learning how to cook. So every day I've been bringing in like a little pack rack, all my little things I wanted to cook. So my coworker, she looked at me, she says, girl, you mad me and my mama. You're just bringing in stuff. You probably got a whole refrigerator full of stuff, but you keep bringing in stuff here. There is no more room in this refrigerator to bring anything. So don't you can't bring anything else to work to put in this refrigerator. And we just... <laughs> <laughs> we just we just busted out, we just busted out laughing, you know, and and it, you know just finding little bitty things to laugh about, like you know just corny jokes and just everything. And so my other entity is being laughter. That's all that we've been laughing at one another in our in our little annex. You know how to just quirky things, and so it's been laughter. That's my other one, it's laughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, definitely, uh, Ms. Thurman, laughter is, is, is such a cure-all for so many things, but I want to go back to that statement, learning how to cook. Uh, Ms. Thurman, what, what have you been uh, trying to figure out how to cook? What, what kind of recipes have you been doing? Well, see, I don't do recipes. I'm not a recipe person, but I'm I'm one of them like, well, let's try this. So I've been learning how to cook in the oven, like chicken. I don't, I, I'm just not a cook. And so I felt, I went to Kroger's, or it's one of our chain stores here, and I bought some chicken. And so I bought this marinating sauce, and I was like, well, let me just marinate it. I heard people say, put it in the refrigerator and let it marinate. So your chicken would be real good. So, <laughs> I've been marinating my chicken, and I've been putting it in the oven. Girl, I've just been like, oh, girl, microwave potatoes. And, girl, I've just been doing it. I was like, okay, I didn't even learn how to cook an egg in oh the microwave. God. Now, I have to tell you, cooking an egg in a microwave takes skill. I have not mastered that, but my mother was a master of making an egg in a microwave. Mine would come out like rubber. I could never master that. <laughs> it is an art. I mean, you know, but I can say it for me. I was Because one time, girl, I put the egg, I, I was warming up my boiled egg. I was trying to put the boiled and it blew up in the microwave. And my my coworker she, she took her head. She said, "Don't put no more egg in the microwave. Stand back from the microwave." That is so it will definitely blow up. I got back from the microwave. Well, we are so proud of you, Miss Darlene, for. Uh, elevating your cooking skills. We're, we're going to have to do a live show where you you uh, do some cooking lessons for us, okay? <laughs> oh, oh, boy. My other friend says she's not eating nothing. I told her, I said, I said, Pam, I'm eating. I'm cooking. I said, she says, not for me, and I'm not trying. 
You are not my friend. I was like, oh. oh my gosh, that is so funny. That is awesome. That is awesome that you guys are still holding on to humor. And, you know, and, and the beauty of it is, you know, we're able to poke fun at ourselves. I love that you're able to, to do that. That's just great. Love it. Absolutely love it. Lisa, what are some of the things that you're doing to support others in their reactions? Uh, well, somewhat like uh, <laughs> I just it made me giggle because this is what exact this situation or this new normal is really showing us what we're made of, how resilient we can be, um, how resourceful we can be. And so I think I spoke a little bit about that yesterday, that people are discovering, um, you know, different things about themselves and about their family, and they're sitting down at the table and not realizing, wow, we've never done this before. And so that is one thing that I am kind of redirecting uh, people's attention on is, like, take this time as an opportunity. Um, some are going home and working from home, um, you know, take this time and see what it's like to maneuver a schedule, you know, how you can get your house in order. Uh, just just a little bit, uh, you know, my uh, one of my, uh, my sons called me yesterday and said him and his wife <laughs> had an argument about their daughter's homework. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. You're going to have to even find, uh, you know, a median in, in that, you know. Uh, what is your strength? And, you know, and I learned this from uh, friends that, that homeschool. Homeschooling can be a challenge, and when everybody gets involved, you have to really come with your strength. And I have a, 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 a dear sister that that's all her and her husband have ever done is homeschool their uh, children, and they take on what their strengths are. You know, if his strength is in English, she's not trying to teach English. You know, she's teaching the science. And if, you know, he, you know, plays an instrument, she's not trying to go in there and, 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 and teach them the part of the instrument. And so this is a time where, you know, I'm telling people, find out where your strengths are, what you're made of, how resourceful you are, come up with a plan, because this this new normal may extend way beyond what we are expecting. I think some people are expecting like, you know, like this is going to change with the season. This may just kind of be some people's new normal. And like my granddaughter said, my granddaughter said, I love my mommy being my teacher. So she may not even want to go back to school and her mom is loving it also. They're just finding the challenge and the, and the balance of, uh, you know, what I should do and what your part should do and, and, and who we need to kind of uh, incorporate into this lesson plan. So that's what I'm kind of showing people. I even talked to my daughter, you know, like how are you managing, you know, your role at home, you know, uh, with your clients, and, and she's fine a career. So I see this. Uh, I I kind of show people that here's an opportunity. Here's an opportunity to really find out how resilient you are and what other kind of ways that you can find to maneuver to make your life better or, you know, to add value to your life. This is that time right now, and it's given to you. It's not something that you had to, like, take or make a jump or make a decision. It is given to you. So at this time, take that time uh, to, um, yeah, to explore, explore different things that you even want to do. And, and, and like I said, 
create a new normal for you. Love it. I love it. I love it. Create a new normal. And listen, I'm going to just put it like this. People, and I'm not trying to minimize people that don't have this or or this is not their experience, but for a good many people, if you are working for someone else, your employer has told you to stay at home. And they're paying you to stay at home. Now, again, I recognize that's not the reality for a lot of people. A lot of people don't have that option. A lot of people, if a company shuts down, they don't work and they don't get paid. I'm I'm speaking about people who work for a company and the company has shut down and the company told them to stay at home and now you're also getting paid to stay at home. It can't get any better than that. Take advantage of that. You are at home, you are working, and you're getting paid to remain at home. Can I say it one more time? You're getting paid to remain at home. Rediscover your home. Rediscover your home. Rediscover your home. Reclaim your space. Organize Mm -hmm. your space. Redecorate your space. Mm -hmm. You know, it is your space. So many of us, we're so used to being on the move all of the time. We're in, we're out. We're home long enough to take a shower, change our clothes, eat, and we're on the move again. But now you have an opportunity to rediscover your home. Mm-hmm. Plan activities at home. When you finish doing your work, you know, if it's, if you've got people in the home with you, plan a dinner date. Plan a lunch date. You can plan a brunch or plan a paint party. Right there. <laughs> Exactly. You know, right there Absolutely. at your home. Mm-hmm. You you can, you know what, you, you've been wanting to re- rearrange your room. Uh, rearrange your room. Set it up so that, you know, you can be comfortable while you're at home, while you're working uh, from home. I I find myself sharing, and, and this is what I tell people. That That's what I tell them. You're complaining because you're at home? Really? Well, then uh, we, we need to have a conversation. So I find myself sharing best practices. Of, of helping people redirect their thinking to see their the blessing even in the midst of a crisis. One thing that I do suggest for people, you know, uh, if, if you are at home, is to set a schedule and to set some type of daily agenda. And it doesn't have to be as rigid as, you know, from 8 o'clock to, you know, 8.15 I'm going to do this, but get yourself a list of, you know, what it is that you'd like to focus on each day. You could do a daily one. You could do one for the week. But, you know, if you want to get up in the morning and you want to, you know, like for for myself, you know, I get up, meditate, pray, podcast, you know, uh, do some exercising before you start your work. You're going to check your emails. You're going to fix breakfast, whatever. Set yourself a schedule. And I know that a lot of us have heard this, but I tell you it really works. If you're going to be in the house, and a lot of us are for an extended period of time, do those things that you would normally do as if you were leaving out of your home. So take your shower, put your makeup on if you want to, do your hair, put your clothes on, put a bra on, you know, do those things that you would normally do uh, as if you were going out of the house to kind of to kind of set the tone for your day. So uh, that's, that's how I have been supporting others is, it's helping them rediscover their home, helping them to see that, you know, that there there is a blessing to be found. And, ladies, I'm like you. Laughter 
Oh, my goodness. I have seen so many funny memes and videos, and, I mean, that's, that's what just keeps me going. I look forward uh, to things that come from our chief information officer. <laughs> I look for things, you know, uh, people share things all the time. I find things. My son-in-law is good about sharing uh uh, videos and memes. So uh, at the end of the day, hold on to your sense of humor because laughter will definitely get us through uh, uh, any crisis that we are uh, experiencing. So um, there is always something that you can find uh, some humor in. So those are Absolutely. just some of the ways that I that I support others. Uh, oh, but wow, I'm gonna, ladies. I'm going to say X day on the bra A. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay, got it. Okay. <laughs> we can do everything else, but we gotta. We 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 are going to find our piece. Okay. <laughs> On that, and you're right about that. I did. I loved that. I saw that uh, my granddaughter was still wearing her uniform, and you know her parents had created a learning space. Um, that, you know, they probably didn't have before. Maybe they did because, mm-hmm. you know, she does homework. But um, I just thought that the, that was just, you know, so nice. And people are getting creative and people are saying, you know what, I've been meaning to paint this wall. And, you know, mm-hmm. and during my lunch hour, you know, while I'm at home, I'm going to paint this wall or I'm going to uh, create a home office. So it, it has been um you know, there are, you know, some benefits uh, from this. Um, and if you don't mind, before um, I, you move on to the next thing, I have a, a mantra. You know, I told you that my um, that uh, my word was curiosity. And mm-hmm. so I found a little short mantra that I just wanted to uh, just share real quickly. Um, and it is uh, five mantras for overcoming fear. My curiosity Ooh. is stronger than my fear. I'm willing to become the version of myself I've always wanted to be. Life is always evolving and transforming. I embrace the things that I don't know, and I'm open to the future being better than I expected. I face every moment of my life with an open heart and a welcoming spirit. So uh, that is the five mantras of overcoming fear, and uh, I just wanted to, you know, share that with people, um, that that's something that they can say uh, just real quick uh, every day to just kind of start their one or all five, but the one that stood out to me is because uh, my word is curiosity, and my curiosity is stronger than my fear. Amen. Amen. And and guess what, uh, my sister queen, you just closed out um, uh, our table discussion. Uh, that I can't think of any better way to end than with those mantras right there. I, I appreciate you for doing that. And, and, and I think uh, definitely that is something that we will add to the table um, uh, in our opening and our closing blessings. So with that, my sister queen, I thank you. I love you. Um, All will be well to our listeners. We thank you. And remember, all will be well. We thank you for joining Table Talk with the Women of Power 5, and we look forward to having you at the table again. Have a great day.
Thank you for listening to Table Talk with the Women of Power 5. We are so glad you joined us at the table and hope you are able to take away some nuggets that will help you navigate through the challenges of your everyday life. Be sure to share and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform, and you can follow us on Instagram at TableTalkP5Women to continue the conversation and to share your comments and feedback. We look forward to having you at our table again.